podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Good evening and welcome along to the day trippers tonight. Um, it's uh, it's 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 it, what night is it, Andy? Oh, it's the, it's Wednesday morning. Yeah, <laughs> you get that in a few minutes. Rise and shine, uh, rise and shine. Happy morning, everybody, especially to our friends down in Australia who are reaching the day before us. And uh, before that, then it'll, the the sun gradually moves towards the west. So the lads will already know the result of the, the United and, and the Everton game. Um, and then, then it heads off onto India and then across into the Middle East and then heading towards Europe and uh, Africa and the rest of the world and then finally over to America. So everyone who's listening in America, and it's, it's about kickoff time uh, back in England. It's a good morning to you guys as well. So uh, that's fairly... Multicultural there, capturing it all. Buenos dias for all our Spanish speakers. <laughs> <laughs> Guten Morgen to our German speakers. I don't know. Anyone know any Chinese? No. Don't think we've any Chinese <laughs> listeners anyway, so probably won't defend them. Oh, it's a knee. Hi, there, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some Japanese as well. It's a multicultural show today. Uh, anyway, tonight joining me to discuss the Derby win is Paul Brennan. Say hello, Paul. Well, he'll say hello in a few minutes. Uh, he's actually gone at the moment because this is after yeah, we're finished. And uh, I'm also joined by Andy and Sean as well. Um, so we're in to discuss the Derby game to have a look at the Bournemouth and Stoke matches coming up. And then we're also going to talk about just a few things where, where we think the league is going to go, the ridiculousness that's going on as well and we have the first of a, of a brand new series that, that, that's going to deal with the majors as, across the season it's Andy's Golfing Corner because he is our resident pro golfer Amen Corner Amen Corner <laughs> Amen Corner indeed so uh, without further ado let's get on with the show Right 
back in the bunker after Merseyside Derby, which is very unusual. Um, another win, and um, we've another game for tomorrow. So this will probably be out of date by the time you actually listen to it. So <laughs> whatever happened against Bournemouth, yay! Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, you're not going to make it beyond tonight. What? You're not going to make it beyond tonight. What do you mean? This beyond like. Beyond, <laughs> beyond <laughs> available to listen to tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Make it happen. Yeah. Making it happen tonight. All right. So I'm, I'm not Neil. Day. I get it done tonight. <laughs> and <laughs> that, that means later. that people can listen to it tomorrow. Can you to walk, walk in the morning? <laughs> yeah. And we'll ta- which is yeah. the, which is the day. So we'll be in day. Yeah. So yeah. just just in case we've done a bit of time traveling there. Just good, good morning to you, Sal. <laughs> it's a lovely, bright, sunny morning in Dublin here. <laughs> Hope you find find you well on your way to work. Yeah. <laughs> on Friday. Are you feeling nice and lively? Are you this morning? Yeah, yeah, just good, about. Good, yeah. Good. That was a great bed. result last night Only between on. United and Everton, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the result was. All right. Um, so Paul, Andy, and Sean around the table, um, and we're in to talk about the Merseyside derby. Look quickly at the Bournemouth game and whatever games ahead of us the weekend. What games ahead of us the weekend? Stoke, Stoke, yeah. Stoke. Damn! Wow, what a fucking lineup. Um, <laughs> two Melody aways. Two. Row. Well, one's at home, isn't it? Bournemouth at home. No, the following. The oh, next yeah, two. West Brom and. Something, something. This is three rank. massive games. There's no oh. way nine points are coming our way. <laughs> <laughs> filthy little lineup of games for us. Uh, right for the end of the season. Yeah. Basically. What's the what's the game after Stoke away? Um, West Brom. West Brom. West Brom. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked. <laughs> so on that positive note, lads, great win at the weekend. Amazing, man. Andy. You must like you are a proper fanboy. You must have been fucking singing with the jersey and the and the scarf out, giving you never walk alone. The fields. Yeah, of went road. went on the hop from college. <laughs> done, a, done a bailer out there at twelve o'clock, straight across the pub. Yeah, um, twelve yeah. o'clock as it's known. On now. The oh lord! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh god! That's the end. Um, yeah, got a got a table right in front of the big massive screen on my own. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> Everyone else Took in college. Whole table, um, did you? Just a table on my own. There was a lot of well, when I say a lot, there was a few other people started arriving and yeah. I was just I'd say it was that. You, you were start just like a jacket on one chair, your jumper on another chair. Absolutely. One of them. <laughs> <laughs> but the end of the match you had his jersey and the other one no top on in the book. But uh, yeah, yeah, deadly. Um the Lucas Derby. That's what that'll be forever known as. Just <laughs> <laughs> see him when he came in and all at the end of the game? No. Oh, it... I love! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Fuck off. Love it. Amazing. What a performance. What a performance. Yeah. You think it was the best performance ever? Best day. Uh, yeah, it was a clinic in midfield. Defensive midfieldness. If you ever wanted to watch how it, a DM. <laughs> <laughs> a DM rotation of Coresma. <laughs> that was the one. A clinic. A clinic. clinic. It was amazing. Shut down the opposition. Yeah, yeah. No, I think we should be giving him another contract. <laughs> He's got us out of a few holes, hasn't he? <laughs> For anyone that's not aware, Andy's on drugs at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Outside of the Lucas bit, any other bits stick out for you? No, I don't think anyone else really played particularly well. I just thought it was about Lucas. <laughs> Mainly. Lovren was good. Lovren was quality. We'll come back to that as well. Well, it was Lucas and Lovren yeah. FC, wasn't yeah. it? Paul, unlike Andy, I thought 
Mane is ever turns up in the derby matches. The second one, boom, eight minutes, just a fucking sprawling run. Yeah, like, he's a man. Like you know, when whenever he gets on them runs, like when he's given space like that, he's unstoppable. Mm. I didn't, I didn't think we played that well, to be honest. I thought, I thought Everton were absolutely shy, mm-hmm. and I, like I, I thought we were so so. I think we're we're just kind of like it's just one of those things now where Everton just can't perform against us. All that they all that they bring to the table in these games now is a few filthy tackles, mm. and that's it. Then mm. I really feel that Derby makes us uh, feel like the big boys when we play them. Yeah, like they, they yeah everything like season after season now they just play play like that at us like you know throw a few filthy tackles in a lot of huff and puff whereas Liverpool just seem to be really professional about how they go about the business now against them yeah and they don't get they don't get worked up by the occasion and like if we're, if we're in any sort of form like yeah. we're not really that worried going into these games anymore it, no. it is a bit like that you're saying like it makes you yeah. feel like the big boys are walking in swinging our mickeys around yeah here, yeah. here we go boys I think we've been a bit huff and puff against. Over the years against United, we've been yeah. a huff and huff. The occasion gets to us, whereas like when they were good, um, they were kind of just out onto the pitch and yeah. they just scored goals against us. And like with ease, it means uh, more to the Everton fans, though, doesn't yeah. it? Like, oh, if, yeah. I mean, like they the build up all week, they were buzzing for that because they were flying and Lukaku was at the being mm. banging in goals and that. So they, they they genuinely fancied it. So that's what mm. made it. But like, it, it, it is bizarre because like you know the whole lead up was like oh how are we going to contain Lukaku and you know Barkley's playing really well and fucking Simon Davies is, a, is this new fucking genius <laughs> in, in midfield and then they had your man gay or whatever and then like the whole after talking on most of the, the, the non-Liverpool based sort of radio shows was about how under strength everything were in this game without recognising that you know like Lalana, who's been a driving force for a large parts of the season when we've played well Lalana's played well essentially mm. for most of the season he was missing we have um, we've had an, an issue up front more or less since since Christmas time that if, if, if Firmino hasn't been for and we've, we've been looking to Mane to pull us out of it and you'd say like you know well, we have love him coming back I wouldn't say that that was a full strength Liverpool team we have, we've been missing Henderson for God knows how long now at this stage mm. as well and we're reshuffling the pack to try fit into this game and looking ahead to, to the game that's coming in front of us we've got more injuries again and you wonder what type of side is going to be put out you know it's it's an interesting narrative that it's very rarely since Christmas are, t- are like the you know the, the media outlets etc given this Liverpool team sort of any real credit when it comes down to performing well in, 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 in these big matches it's just expected mm. that they turn up it's expected that we do well and expected that we get the result out you can go, you can sort of see that from the way was like results went for us after Christmas like January was absolutely wretched but it is like it's a bit rich when you're seeing them you know kind of bigging up everything before these matches you're kind of thinking like, how many of these derbies Anfield have you watched recently like it doesn't matter what form they're in they say like form goes out the window in the derby it does for everything like not for yeah. us mm. <laughs> really yeah, like if we're playing shite, they might squeeze a draw. That's about it, though. Sure, we touched on Lukaku being a fat check bully, mm. like oh. in earlier pods, and he was bullied out that game there the weekend. And they just didn't. He was did bully him though. Mm. Like he, did he won't say that to him. I mean, he won, he won every header, everything. Yeah, exactly. And he, the, the only game, one he didn't win was where the ball looped up about fifty feet into the air, <laughs> and Lovren fell down behind Lukaku, and Lukaku, like I don't, I don't think Lukaku. Knew how much time he had, and he flicked it off to mm. the side or something. Well, he has one of them a game, doesn't he? Yeah. So it, it didn't <laughs> yeah, really cause it. But we didn't even get out to gear on Saturday. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't need it. It was just efficient, and the players to like Mane turned up. Coutinho had a, had his best game now since coming way. back from injury. So yep. it was yeah. it was a good three points now. If you look at the air, the early exchanges, like you know, Emery Chan's made a bit of a name for himself for starting games slow. I think like 
the way that game was panning out, had he started putting in a bit of a performance, like we could have absolutely destroyed them in the first half because it was the game was just there to be won in the midfield alone. Yeah. And um, that's what annoyed me about their goal. That like they weren't in the game no, at all. No, and then, we, and then we just like, give them a goal. And Liverpool were bossing it in the midfield. All yeah. they needed was just somebody in there to just put the the extra ball. Just the extra pass, the extra ball, the extra run. That Chan kind of just the ball was getting away from him, and oh, yeah, I, 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 I thought Emery Chan was excellent. I thought he was probably our best midfielder of the day. Yeah, I think yeah. he, he was he just owned that midfield in terms of the physical battle. Stick up for your mate Lucas here. <laughs> <laughs> no, genuinely, the, best like, midfielder. At like like the, the the Everton players, all they want to do is go around hatchet the Liverpool players all out, and he was just saying, right, come come and get me, come, mm. I'll take his all on. Like as as our physical force in midfield, that's ex- exactly what he was. Wijnaldum was great, and look, at it, you know, I'm his biggest mm. critic, but he was he was a brilliant out ball for either Lucas or mm. Chan when he ran the ball. He was always available to give them. He wasn't doing anything yeah. amazing in terms of probing or opening them up, but he was what he was allowing was an easy option to play and get into another space and get the ball back off him, which was, which was very effective mm. for what we needed to do because all we did was by using him we were able to bypass their midfielders when they were trying to get on the ball, and, and it just led to them just going around and just trying to take lads at the knees. Which they did for most mm. of the game and went unpunished. I have to say as well, it's just immensely satisfying seeing Ashley Williams completely at sea. I love watching <laughs> him play shite. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, like he's, he's a fucking arsehole. Barkley's f- an arsehole. The two of them playing shite is brilliant. Dave. Alright, mate. You're live on the podcast. Don't say I'm not really on. Not at all. What? How, how long's Barry out for? Have you heard any? Uh, a year. <laughs> what? He'll be back He's out for a year. He'll be back after the AFCON. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bad one, alright. Anyway, go on. Finish your off. Give the buzz later. Nothing to add to that now. What? Nothing to add to that now. Say that again. You've nothing to add to that now. Oh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> alright, I'm ringing a bit. Alright, mate. See you later. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, where were we? Everything won it up. No, no, everything won it up. Fucking swear to God, beautiful. <laughs> yes, bet you was actually Williams. In all, uh, <laughs> I always <laughs> loved him. Oh, Shagelka assist Ashley Williams. Now, in all seriousness, like Lucas was was just he was good because everyone was flapping over him. Mm. But uh, I thought the best midfielder was on Alan by a long shot. I just think every game now it's just it's just not fucking believable. I don't I don't understand like this shit of fucking player camps and we hate you and we love mm. you fucking shit. People going on about Lucas. I didn't yeah. notice him in the game, and I think someone said in the group the other day that's Lucas at his best. We didn't really notice him in the game. I thought Chan was brilliant, box to box again. I think he's in his best vein of form now yeah. since he's came to us mm. through the middle anyway. So. He looks like someone who was playing for a contract and a pay rise. I thought, but, I thought Lucas yeah. did well. I thought it suited him kind of that game where there's like loads of challenges to be made in midfield where you can just see like you know the way he wants to steam through everything. Whereas like you know when the, you know if if it's not really that sort of game, if the other team's holding possession well and all, and they have, like he'll just chase someone down and kick the legs off them and give away free kicks. Whereas I thought there was a lot of fifty fifties he went in for and won. I thought, mm. I thought that kind of suited him. It well. was good to see Chan as well, fucking rolling around a bit as well and. 
Play actor. Play actor, yeah, yeah because yeah. We, we lack that big time. And After he, what he did, he kept on the pitch kind of, a few weeks yeah, ago. Like. Yeah, exactly, and he's mm. developed that now. Like We've seen that a little bit in the Arsenal game and he avoided getting sent off and then play acting like, look, we don't all like to see it, but at the end of the day... I love to see it. You fucking need I want, it. I want us to cheat like fuck. Oh, well, that, when, that, when he was down that time and he was moving when he was his injured, leg, like yeah. he was in the bottom of a boat like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really like that. I love it. Dive, cheat, do whatever it takes to win. Yeah. That's what I want. I want cynical fuckers playing for us. I want us to be the hated, most hated team because we're winning so much and we always get all those poxy decisions against us. Especially if the ref's letting them away with the tackles he was letting them yeah. away with on the weekend. You have to sort of, you know, give them, ah, here, ref, look, my leg's hanging off. Here. My leg is hanging off. Look, then, if, you know, 30 even if it means later, cutting you your leg off. I'm probably coming across a bit of an, an Emery Chan hater here. Yeah, but yeah. No, <laughs> I can explain. Um, I just feel like he let me down. <laughs> <laughs> like I, t- I talked him up right yeah. I talked him up purely based on what you had said <laughs> oh, it's your fault <laughs> and that, what, like, various other people on Twitter I talked to like that watched a bit of Bundy's Lake and uh, <laughs> Bundy's Lake <laughs> Ted's that is <laughs> to his friends so like, I don't watch the Bundy's Lake but um, I know he was he was he was tidy enough over there, and he came with a bit of pedigree and a lot of talk. So I bought into it, and first few games I was like, "Oh, this fella's fucking good," and I was thinking, "Jeez, we do well, you know, do well for Real Madrid not to be snapping him off." <laughs> and then he just turned it absolute shit, and was a big fat bollocks going around the pitch. But uh, now we're seeing the chant that that we were promised mm-hmm. I and mean, it's good like you know but you need to see it on a more consistent basis that's about three or four good games this season in a way you can, that's why he's getting so much criticism because he would like you, you got glimpses of what he could do and then like you know months of absolute shy fun yeah and you still have people like you know yeah. sucking them off all the time yeah there was there was a good uh, a good spell around uh, last November, year November when he couple of goals November didn't he uh, yeah, but, they were but, driving uh, runs and they look look like it looks like his runs far were more purposeful as opposed to running from, into from, dead ends that he was down. Christmas last year, Christmas last season, to the end of last season, he was a midfielder in form. Yeah. That, the performance against Villarreal, Villarreal. Against, yeah. you know, it's the whole lot. Villarreal right? was probably one of the best Liverpool midfi- midfielder performances in a few years. What I've said about him from the start of the season, he was nailed on to, to hold the base of that midfield at the start of the season, gets injured, comes back, and... From what the club has said, what Klopp has said, what Chan has said himself, is that he's carried he carried an injury more or less from Sept. He still was carrying an injury more mm. or less from September through to January, right? Yeah. And since Henderson has gotten injured, and they put him in, and he's managed to get his confidence back playing at the bottom of midfield again, while it would appear that he's fully fit as yeah. opposed to where he has been, suddenly starts finding form. It also coincides with the amount of weight he's lost from the from the period of October through to January because he does mm. look he does a lot. He looks mm. physically slimmer to yeah. when when you look back at him in October. He's not carrying his few extra dollars. But it's all positive. It's it's yeah. it's like the Benyadam thing. Even if you don't like him like I didn't, but like you know. I want to see him play well. No, I want to see not, him perform I don't, well. I don't dislike any of the players there at the moment. I do. I could get. I could t- take a leave a few of them, like a mouse them probably. Like, <laughs> to be honest with you, I, I don't. I, give, I'm uh, not like not fucking madly in love with any of the players mm-hmm. at the moment. Like I would have been fucking Suarez or Jera, Torres, Fell or like you know. There's, there's. I could take a leave most of them, but yeah. I don't hate any of them. Like I did yeah, yeah. Balotelli or something. Like I, yeah. I just like frustrated the life out of me. Um. So, no. I know I would say this like Chan, but I just I just need to start seeing you a bit speak more. for everyone though when you say 
you don't care who's in the team as long as we're getting results. Once we win, sure, and that's what it's all about. Yeah. And like, there is too much of that goes on between the fan base now. Like, short memories, two or three games, and all of a sudden, good games. It's like, how how can we drop this guy yeah. and all this? Yeah. Well, don't worry about it. Nope. That'll sort itself out. Yep. And there was a big debate about how would Henderson come back into the team. Well, it turned out Henderson wasn't fit yep. for a start. And uh, then Lalana ends up being out yep. for a few weeks. And Lucas, so the debate changes and people are fretting over nothing. Yeah. Well, like, looking at it, right, so we, we, the game itself, we did look a lot more attacking, a lot more of, a, of an attacking threat. Now, <clears throat> a lot of that comes from the fact that Everton decided to play with a goalkeeper who refuses to use his hands or dive, which is an interesting tactic. It's the, yeah. it's the first time I've seen a goalkeeper yeah. refuse to dive in a match. For, mm. like for shots it was like diving yeah. not in or something yeah. like when someone's he playing be-, be a pro online in FIFA and it's just some cunt in the goal lacking the ball <laughs> <laughs> he done his best not to save Coutinho's first effort that he should have scored from yeah. the cutting side yeah. but even Neville's commentary when Origi scored like it was about just 15 seconds and he was talking about the goal and Neville just goes Something's not right there. Yeah, something happened there. Uh, Next fall out in the show, the replay was like, "What the fuck?" Like he didn't yeah. even mean it. And there was right down his throat. Like yeah. John I don't did that rainer just before he left. He stopped trying to save shots as well. Yeah. I thought. And Etten that wasn't directly at him, like yeah. the ball's still yeah. sailing in. He's giving out to the centre racks, yeah. like it's yeah. bubbling yeah. past. Him. You can actually save that even now. You can <laughs> run back and save that. Now, now look on, on to the you know the, the money. One of the big features out of that game was was of course was the was the play by Everton. And I think Klopp was called out afterwards, but I was getting into into a, a words battle with Kuman and such. But like Everton went out to Barkley should have been sent off long before he, before he was. Um, Ashley Williams should be just sent off for being Ashley Williams. And you know they they were clearly told to not hold back, or else, or else they can't deal with the emotion of the occasion because it's not the first time that Everton have gone out and forgotten about all their own good play they had in leading up to that game and just decided to try to cripple the Liverpool players. Mm. Now, the unfortunate thing is that it looks like Mane, who, let's be honest lads, every time we've played well as an attacking force, Mane has been somewhere in the middle of what's going on. He just gives us that unpredictability that none of the rest of the, the strikers have and the way he comes in off that right wing and can, and can make those runs the ones that leads to the goal <clears throat> I think the best bit was when he goes past that when he goes past the last challenge just going lay it off to continue lay it off to continue this is not going to yeah, run yeah. then he hits this dribbly of the, yeah, of the yeah, dribbly yeah, shots yeah. and then it's in the net it's like woohoo yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But like there was a hint of Maradona eighty six off that goal. Like the amount of players that he went past. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm I'm always giving out about him not staying wide enough. And I think I was probably in the middle of saying it again when he picked up the ball in the middle and then just fucking like it just absolutely lowered past everyone. Like, yeah. like it's like he is he's like well Coutinho's like decent at it as well. But like he like he Mana gave City a horrible time as well. Just in causes, these big games. Just causes chaos he does when there's like room for him to run yeah. into. And yeah. you can just see, like, even that young lad, Pennington, didn't know how to come and to go. Yeah. He was all over the shop, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, what am I going to do? The one thing I like about him, it's like, the one thing Sterling had, he had bags of pace, right? But he couldn't finish his dinner. But the one thing that Mane seems to have, like, you have a lot more confidence in front, with Mane in front of the goal. You know mm. that he's going to score at least one and three. When, if, if he gets past yeah. and gets into the space, he's mm. going to score. And even, like, those dribbly poxy shots, he still seems to be good at finding the, find the target. With him. Like, find the target. Mm. Like, Frank Lampard scored 400 goals a season by just having dribbly crappy shots yeah. that just seem to go past keepers. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I take that every single day of the All week. Day. But it's losing him... into the big space. Yeah. Like, yeah. It is. That's what mm. it is. Anything can happen. Like, you could have a goalkeeper who just decides not mm. to dive on the day or something like that and it just doesn't happen. 
That's why Origi needs to make take more shots as well. Mm. He's got the little bit of Harry Kane, like where you're wondering what the fuck happened with that goal. Yeah. And again, just just Robles, just like well, it's probably about three foot to the right. I'm, just like, I'm, not, not I'm turning off to the left. Oh, he's had a shot, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what happens when they shoot. <laughs> but I, yeah. I, yeah, actually, the Origi, I was delighted to see Origi score because I think we've said it. Paul, you've said it as well because you're like you are his biggest fan. Like what people don't know is that you bought went out and bought all the shoot magazines, but the Origi posters, football, Origi, caught up to Paul's all, house. All the pages are yeah. stuck together. And Paul hasn't Paul hasn't even put the on, on his wall. He's put them on his front window so <laughs> people on the street can see how much he loves Origi. His front window as well, but not the not the bedroom ones. But like the one thing about him is he's that type of streaky striker who needs to score goals. And when he scores one goal, he tends to go on a run. Touch wood that this happens, but he tends to go on a run of goals. Yeah, and I, we're probably going to need him now. Yeah, man, injured. Mm. So, like, he had a, he had a, like, I don't think he's ever this season hit the kind of heights that he did at the end of last season. Form wise, hit a few goals, kind of like before Christmas. But yeah, like, hopefully he does hit a streak now because, like, when when he is at his best, like, he's he's a proper like good player. You wouldn't think it when you see him playing shite, like, mm. but like he, he causes proper problems whether it's on the ball, off the ball. Like you can cross it to him and all that. Like he, he's a good all round striker. Like, yeah, mm. I'm gonna need him. Yeah, agree. I think he's a great player. Yeah. Mm. Well, he's, he's the type, this is the type of player we need to step up. But our storage is back in training today, so he's yeah. fixed again. Mm. He's still young as well, Origi. Like you forget that, you know what I mean? And he hasn't played an awful lot. But when he plays, like he's produced for us when, from starting roles. Like yeah. there's a couple of games where we needed. I think Sunderland at home, he just came up with that goal. Like so. Yeah. There's what eight games left now, and looks like Mane is going to be out for the majority, if and not blessing. all of them. So we need him now, if anything. Like, and it, it fucking be great if Sturridge could pull his finger down yeah. even because two or three goals now from one player could be huge. Yeah, and and he looks like That's the kind all of player like, where, like he, even he's not really sure what he's going to do. Like, he's kind of like he just about has the ball yeah. under control. So how, how, can how can you defend against them? How can you defend the player like, who doesn't like, know? Sh- shit, things just happen when he kicks the ball towards the goal. Like. Like a few deflections are, you know, dodgy keep. No, like, you know, he scored a few of those things where you're kind of like, did he cross that? Or, yeah, 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 it's yeah, a yeah. trademark. It's now a yeah. trademark goal. Is that a cross yeah. or is it a shot into the top yeah. corner? And he's just like, I don't know. You know <laughs> you're right. Neville summed it up. But that, something's not quite right. <laughs> we'll have to watch that again. <laughs> you said that with most of his goals. <laughs> right. The one sort of blip on the day is our ability at defending set pieces. Now, it's interesting that Klopp is coming out and saying, yeah, we've got a problem with defending set pieces. Especially going into games against West Brom, Stoke, did West Ham. Did he say that after the Everton match again? Did he? Yeah. He said yeah. it today as well. He it? said it today as well. Mm. So, like, you know, is it a big concern for you, Andy, especially with this run of shit teams that we have to play against? And, and do you know what? I, I want to put this thing. Uh, there's so much of this bullshit going around. Beat the shite and you'll finish. Like, these aren't shit teams. Most of these teams have a budget bigger than the majority of top four mm. teams in, in, in leagues around Europe. There's teams signing mad players all over the shop. Like, look at West Ham, who they sign and in the bottom half of the table. Look at Crystal Palace mm. and the players they have, right? Yeah. There's, there, there's very few shite, shite teams in, in, in the Premier League. And this, this year, it's been shown with the amount of points that have been dropped by everyone, bar Chelsea. So, like, the, anyone who's going around saying that really doesn't understand football at all. You know, and just spend the time looking at Excel spreadsheets as opposed to what actually happens in the real world mm. outside of the bedroom. So what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> just thought I'd say that. Am I worried about set pieces? Yeah, I'm fucking mad worried about set pieces. <laughs> it just seems like every time we fucking get a corner, it's it's just shit your pants time. Yeah, about it. There was a warning before the goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we get a corner. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, 
Um, there was a warning before the goal we conceded, and then yeah, it was just really bad the way um Jagielka was to get so free mm-hmm. um and just get a simple header into the day. Well, he was probably trying to put a goal bound. And uh, no, one's, no one's reacting as usual. Chance uh, Lovren off, is um, no. Well, Chan, like Chan, in fairness, oh, Chan, it's, it's Chan is marking the zone at the zone, right? Yeah, and he took his own. Lucas, no, Lucas is meant to go and attack that zone, right? So even when, but when Jagielka gets the flick, whatever about the, the uh, winning the thing in the zone, because the one thing that you leave yourself open to is that if somebody attacks an area of the pitch and you're defending zonally, if you haven't reacted as quickly, there's a chance they're going to get the flick. The most important part then is what happens when the ball comes off that flick. Right, so if that thing drops where it does, you need your centre backs, Lovren and Matip and whoever else is standing around there to mm. be on top of the second ball. It's the second ball is the most important thing if you lose out in a zonal yeah, situation. Yeah, and yeah. the problem we seem to have as a defence defending those things is that we're never switched on to those second mm. balls. How many times yeah. does it drop? And the other team seems to have like five minutes to put the ball in the back. Yeah, of the well, I don't I'm know. Not, like, is I'm it, not is it as well? Like, yeah, I mean, I does he not, should he not be going? Like, I don't know. He's fucking running a hunt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whoever's whoever's standing where Jack Elgar ran into, who was it? Um like he ran off Chan, but I wouldn't blame him. Ran off Chan, Lucas goes to attack to cover that because he goes into his zone and then mm. there's somebody in front of him again. And I can't remember. So you, just sh- again. you just sh- you just shout the name. Um he has to run on you, so he's favoured to win the ball. Yeah. But just be all you have to do is pull him off. Like, yeah. Get him. did pull him off a little bit, right, yeah. Grant. And then um Lovren has to be way more, way more aware mm. of the second danger, and uh, which which is uh, which is Williams, and why 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 he was where he was, I don't know. Like, mm. I mean, it goes back to the criticism he gets constantly about his position and stuff like that. That was an occasion yeah. where he wasn't wide. He just needed to make a couple of steps forward in his way, mm-hmm. and then the, the goal was was prevented, mm-hmm. and then the third ball. Drops and that's where the goal comes yeah. from. And it's the usual. It's the usual goal. It's just the ball is poked into the net. Yeah. And why can't we just poke them away? Yeah. Why can't we get a foot in to poke it away? The opposite mm. end. Anyway, look. You know. Hopefully, they're sort of working on perception walls and stuff and training to cop on to second balls and where it's going to drop. So it speeds up the reactions. But the reaction time seems to be poor yeah. defensively. Until well, it improves, comes that, from confidence in your keeper as well because like. The fucking a lot of the time the ball is stabbed in, like you said mm. in the eighteen. Yeah, if you have a keeper that your confidence gonna either come over the top of you and get something on the end mm. of it, or either collect the ball. Yeah, that that that. Well, in, the mat, like the. I actually thought Minnelli did well on Saturday because yeah. on a couple of because fucking I think Holgate it was three one up. He had a shot that deflected mm. and it could have easily got in. He got a hand, so that was a big save. So like, yeah, we, not, we, not not fucking. We've we've all said about ripping him in half. Like, he's, he's, he's an average keeper, makes some great saves, but also does absolutely. He's guaranteed at some stage. The clang is only around the corner. Exactly. It could be tomorrow night. It could be Saturday. Yeah. Uh, won't be Saturday because we're playing Sunday. Right? No, no, it could yeah, be Saturday, yeah, Saturday, or else it could be the following. Yeah, it could even be goes. Sunday. Yeah. If he's out in the backyard with the yeah. or something like that. It's always on the way. Yeah, but uh, that's look that, that that's where we are at the moment. Mm-hmm. So looking at it then, so lads, you know, going into this game with Bournemouth, you know, the, the goals themselves that we scored are, are pretty much all individuals, like really good finishes, question marks around the keeper. But you have the, the, the run by Mane, you have Coutinho's little bit of magic and, and corn in the top corner, and yeah. then you have just a rifle from Origi. Like it's it's so powerful, the goalkeeper has to look away. You're scared of the ball. <laughs> Uh, it, was, coming yeah, it was like that Super Mario football where the flames were coming out that he had to guard his face by turning his head away <laughs> oh, in fairness I think like the keeper's going to expect a touch there because mm. 
who wouldn't want like in that space who wouldn't want an extra touch there to just settle themselves yeah but uh, you'd still expect the reaction even yeah. if it's a even if it's a Peter Shield one but if you had, had a miss that or if you had a blaze that or if you had just stuck it the, the keeper had a stuck a hand there or whatever hit him mm. with you'd have been going you'd take a touch you fucking cunt I don't you? think there's another professional keeper in the league though that would have rushed down the strike around no. the edge of the 18 no. yeah, box it was, <laughs> it was bizarre yeah it was bizarre like, he was whatever he was thinking <laughs> Whatever he's uh, thinking, it was, whatever was he was paid, fair play. That's <laughs> it. Just the, um, very bizarre. Yeah, the Everton fans are taking it a little bit worse than they normally was. Yeah, uh, yeah. but that's good. because their new stadium. They've got four hundred thousand fans going into the yeah, new stadium, and yeah. they're the biggest club in Liverpool. One point three billion cash they have as well. One point three billion cash to spend on on who? Yeah. Yeah, just now they have one point three. Someone was fighting me on Twitter saying that that's it. Uh, we we've had three stadiums built now. <laughs> it's like how was that even like, like a fact three <laughs> <laughs> stadiums yeah. Oh. Yeah. so they're saying that because Anfield was built for yeah. Everton we got that one yeah and then they had another one I don't know what that's called is it and then this is their third one yeah good as it is well done congratulations well done world you won stadiums yeah yeah They've little statues of the stadiums in their trophy cabinet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big trophy cabinet yeah. around the stadium. Yeah. Full, full of little statues. Yeah. Made out of Lego and all. Uh, <laughs> Somebody's got it on his just stuck the bear in the bear in there. Won that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> won the stadium. We played there years ago on a friendly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, were you happy enough with the. Um, so, where we are? Toured with eight to go. Yeah, like, as a result of it. Like the results I mean, at the weekend, this, up to Man, like Man is at the throwing a spanner and the works being yeah. injured because he won one game without all season, and that was against Plymouth. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, other than that, like you know, it was just that was a step closer to the Champions League. I don't think I don't think we need more than another kind of. Well, do you reckon? Wins. Well, I'd say any more than three points. Do you reckon? Because we could be struggling <laughs> to get yeah. that. Five John, my input here. Eight, eight <laughs> games, so we could afford to lose three and win five of them. I think we probably do you reckon get there. Yeah, that'll only give us seventy four now. Yeah, I think seventy four will be enough. There'll be enough. You know, I'm not saying you know it can't beat City or can't beat Spurs, can't beat Chelsea, mm. can't beat. They won't beat them all. Mm. Like this point's being dropped. Like that's just yeah, a ridiculous amount of games. That's just I don't, yeah, think, like, I don't think we should be. And they're all coming that. off like fucking um, Europa League games as well. And then so they're they're they are dropping points. Like that's just a, a fact. Well, know? I want to, I want to point this out, right? I, when are they playing these games in hand? Because I looked at fixture list and like we're up to May and they still haven't played a single game in hand. No, I think yeah. so. And I'm, looking, I think I'm saying they, I'm saying when are you playing these? Are you yeah. going to play these? The week after the season finishes, when all the no. teams have fucked off. The city one is down. The city one is down for it's three, a, three it's weeks. Thursday night. It's the twenty second. Yeah, it's the twenty. No, it's not yeah. twenty second. It's on a Thursday night anyway. Because it's Saturday. Because that's your ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's then. It's that week after the twentieth or something. Yeah. Or is yeah. it after? Is it? Yeah, but it's like I mean the way they're the way they're uh, April's panning out. They've like just. Game and Sunday game and Thursday game and Saturday game and Wednesday game and Sunday Thursday like mm. I don't even think we shouldn't be looking at fight though we should I think we can go go again I'm sure we are like I mean I, I think, think if they got, I think if City, they, City will drop point Spurs are are looking strong in fairness uh, let's be honest look at the teams we have and how we play against these teams we're dropping no, points well, fuck the rest yeah, of every, we're uh, everyone, everyone's going to drop points but they, they all have to play each other as well like, do you know what I mean so we but shouldn't really be in fucking... terms of like I haven't seen a weekend like that in ages where all the results seem to go away 
Mm-hmm. So like when you were looking at the City Arsenal game, you said, "Well, is it better that Arsenal loses this?" But then Arsenal could lose interest in the rest of the mm-hmm. season had they lost it because they would have been so far behind. Oh, perfect. City drop points, and it's all of a sudden it's like, well, they've only a game in hand now. So it's mm-hmm. you know, the, the, if they don't win that game in hand, which is against United, then we're still fucking clinging mm-hmm. on to that tour place. You know what I mean? Like as long as you're in tour, you've got two. You've, there's two Champions League spots up for grabs there, as opposed to just trying to cling on to fourth mm-hmm. and, and hope that you're in there for a playoff game. So you know, in terms of results, that's a big one for us. Like in terms of we get into this. So your point is right, Paul. Let's look at our fixtures. There's not a single fixture there that you can say to yourself, I'm confident we're going to win that, that game. That's the last, Everton game is the last game going in, we're going into Ireland. That's three points that is Everton at home. That, like the rest of it, like, and you, like, you'd almost, if you were given like, what fixtures we want to end the season, you'd normally oh, I, pick this. Southampton be on holiday by the time we played them. I'll be at that game and fucking that's, not, that's a loss or whatever <laughs> no I've, I've never actually seen us I've never been to a game where we've lost and Crystal Mi- Palace don't get to play Sacco um, and Middlesbrough will be gone by the time we play them we play Middlesbrough on the last day of the season so yeah. they'll be gone by the time we play them as well mm. so well, if I go to any of the games between now and the end of the season you can put your money on whoever <laughs> playing that, that, that they'll win so don't well, fucking go, go if you go with sleep we win don't remember the weekend game oh if yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having a little nap in the cup. <laughs> <laughs> this is shy. <laughs> um, so, looking at that, okay, just one other thing that come, come out of the weekend. Does anyone understand Liverpool fans who are celebrating Sacco's clean sheet for Crystal Palace over Chelsea more than a derby win over Everton? Does that make any sense to no. anyone here whatsoever? Yes. What? The main Chelsea drop points, we can still win the league. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great point, <laughs> Now, if they were celebrating Crystal Palace's win, I'd say fine, but it was Sacco's win. Sacco played in goal. No, the the, the, the best one I seen was like a perfect weekend for Liverpool. United drop points, Arsenal City drop points. Uh, Sacco plays excellent, but he's gone. Like, fucking forget about him. He's like, done. He's, give up the ghost. He's gone. Just forget about him. Yeah. No problem, like, people wanting to talk about it, like, but. Just, just the context and the narrative behind of a lot of it, yeah. like you know, people writing pieces <laughs> <laughs> about like uh, how, how how like Jorgen just needs to like just let it go now, you know, Jorgen. <laughs> As if they know what happened, and like they they're talking about like co- uh, with the Costa situation, like um, what's his fucking face was the bigger man, and just let Can't it go. Can't was the bigger man. And they kind of named a few other individuals, like, and spats that were had. And you're like, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, The manager has a problem with the player, and he saw it so irreversible that he says, get get out of the club, get out of my face, go alone. And the player didn't go alone. He didn't go. And then he waited until January, and then eventually went on loan. I mean, like... Did they not see that the man, like the players said fuck you to him as well? Yeah, I can't understand how people actually don't see what happened. Like, mm. he took drugs, he never said anyone to the club. No, seriously, he took he took the banned substance at the time and he missed an important block of games where yeah. Klopp probably felt if we had had him in the squad yeah. that we would we would have won the Europa yeah. League, he would have made a difference and he let him down. Look at it, And then he obviously gave him a chance. Substance or it might, might have been or might He not. let him down. If the fucking players were told not to eat shellfish, and the players were sneaking off eating shellfish. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't and then, matter. And Klopp's not like, going to go back on his wall because yeah. you said on the pod last week, that's him now. Like He's at the laying out of style. He can't yeah. be seen backtracking on that because yeah. then that like fucking, that's a poxy example then for any other decision he makes now going forward. Yeah. So 
Do you know? Like, Listen, uh, I, 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 I like Sacco, right? I like him as a player. But look, his rep, his rep sheet since he signed for Liverpool is not a fucking glowing endowment of, oh, mm. endowment of a player, right? So we've we've had the storming out instant after the derby match when he wasn't named in the team. Yeah. He, he has criticised that he wasn't getting in ahead of, say, Lovren or whatever when, when Rogers signed him. He has been... We've we've had the drugs incident where he was banned, not banned, banned, not banned by FIFA for a substance at the time, but not mm. since subsequently, right? And then there's clearly... He was late getting the flight to America. There was issues when he was in America and he was injured and he was meant to turn up for rehab or whatever. And this is what's come out since, right? It's nothing to do with his ankle injury that he needed to go home and get fixed, right? So it was like, it was, there was clearly disciplinary issues. So when you put all that together... Plus the fact that he was on the drugs because he was fat. Yeah, right. So he was obviously going a bit... Mm. He wasn't doing enough painting and was definitely doing too much McDonald's drive throughs Let's put it that way. He's clearing out Carlo's locker and he's seen that. But at, at, at the end, at, ultimately, no matter what you say, if a player has discipline issues and a manager lives by the fact that he wants the team to give him 100% and yeah. and and he wants to be the yeah. figurehead of the team... Look, this is, this is not like Cristiano Ronaldo here no. and the, you know, the people brought up when Ferguson had Ronaldo, he just, he just let a lot of things go. This isn't Ronaldo. This isn't like the best player in the world. If Sacco's been in the office a few times with Klopp, and I'm only speculating, same as people are speculating that there's nothing more to it, only what we know. If he's been in the office a few times and Klopp has had to have Warden and he's went, yeah, boss, no problem. Liverpool country. Uh, going to sort that out, no problem. right? And then the following day, he has him back in the office. He's gone, you sat here yesterday <laughs> and told me. You were going, yeah, yeah, uh, look, you know, Liverpool country, going to sort it out. <laughs> <laughs> I had a painted job on this morning like, forgive me boss and then according to hell have a breakfast roll the next day <laughs> so like if he's being told a lot of times and then he was told to, to go on and sort the shit out and then he didn't like the, the just people have to let it go yeah. let it go like him playing well for Palace is not a big shock like Sacco's a good player he's a good defender he's playing um, in a system now that probably suits him a lot better like I've seen him uh, amongst his his, uh, his good performance like he, he, I know he's man to match and everything else but there was one instance where he came rushing out and missed the ball or he, he got a foot on it and then the team are counter-attacked then mm. and that's the sort of stuff people give out shit about Lovren for like this kind of over proactiveness like that sometimes he makes a bad decision like these are the things that if it's Liverpool we get punished because the space is everywhere and teams kill us on the counter but with Palace's body's back stuff like that so it's no surprise they're keeping clean sheets like put anyone into our defence now if we go and get Van Dijk or whatever we're still going to have a lot of the same problems because until Klopp changed the, changes the shape which I'm not encouraging them to do because I want us to play attacking yep. football but until we kind of peg a few like holes it's going to be just the same shit every season but he, we he, mightn't concede fucking 60 goals but we probably still concede 45 he was in the team last year and we conceded loads of goals as well like, so it's yeah. not as if he's the fucking answer you know Listen, I mean? don't mind the goals thing it's just this is just a, there's fanboys out there it's the same like if, if, if I was the biggest fanboy on the pod for him yeah. and I'm just yeah. sitting there I can't believe it's still like it's still it's a still team. an issue it's still I can't team. believe it it's like yeah. there you go it's like he's getting thrown under the bus he's done so much shit the manager hasn't like and and people keep saying yeah but like are you telling me he wouldn't improve things? Mm. Yeah, okay. He may. He may just about improve things, but it's going to take Klopp swallowing his pride 
And but that improvement isn't going to be so big that it's going to take you from here to here. Yeah, when you could just easily go out and play a better player. Exactly. And judging by his few years here, there's going to be something else down the road. Within the, I'd say within the space of five months, he'll have done something else. Set fire yeah. to fuck, I don't know, a garage or something. Yeah. Or something <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, right? Yeah. It'd just be something mental. Yeah. Because all the things I'm into... He used the wrong paint. Yeah, <laughs> yourself. lead based yeah. paint, and then there'd be a fucking scandal. And then the I fucking told you. Yeah. Yeah. Beyond Cowboy, yeah. Cowboy Builders on BBC yeah. One. Mama <laughs> <laughs> New Sacco, how do you yeah. respond to that? You use lead based paint here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm after using glass on the ceiling. <laughs> We're never going to be able to get that glass off the ceiling, Sacco. Yeah, but like. It's showing the Palace County, like, <laughs> <laughs> right, lads. Look, um, you know, as we mentioned at the at the top end, there was we've got a couple of games coming up. So we've got Bournemouth tomorrow night. Dare I say that this game may suit us because um, Eddie Howe tends to set out his team to go and attack. He doesn't like. He isn't one that has normally come just sat there defended and hoped to catch us on the counter. Mm. Yeah, it'll be different. It'll be different now to any game that comes after because. Mm. Like you said, Eddie, they only really know one way to play Barmouth and they they always concede loads mm. like us. So I think they will come out and play. I can't see him going there and sitting back because like they fucking they just concede a shed load of goals. Yep. So hopefully he they do actually come with that game plan so that we can they're the type of teams that we kinda prosper against. Andy, mm. how do you feel? Yeah, um I just think with the man thing hanging over us now, we need to get get an early goal. Yeah. yeah, and just sort of put that fear to bed that we can't actually be a team without Mane. Um, that's the main thing, really. Just set out the style early, get the goal, try and get a bit comfortable in the game. Um, Bournemouth are going to attack us anyway, regardless. But just put a bit of put a bit of a uh, fear, or put a bit of kind of make them take chances. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I think the bit, I think see, I think the early goal on Saturday really sets us up for 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 that match. That mm. goes on to 25, 40 minutes, and then the yeah. nerviness comes in. And mm. It's the whole lot. Yeah. Paul, um, yourself. Uh, I think that there's goals there for us, but even just looking at how easy it was for everyone to carve out a few chances without playing well at all, I think there's got like there could be goals there for Bournemouth as well. So. Uh, hopefully we'll edge you I'm not confident at all I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i be saying that for the rest of the season before all these fucking horrible little teams are playing that I'm not confident but I'm not I'm not fully confident of tomorrow we in tomorrow though and it takes a little bit of pressure off the, the Stoke game like you can well afford a draw mm. you know well we in tomorrow get you over the 60 point mark I think mentally if you get once you're over the 60 point marks you're, you're basically as a player you're looking now we're onto the home run mm. you can and see you can see mentally as well like it's it's a th- like it's the weekend like I mean the squad themselves are going to fear like that they might drop points. Yeah, yeah. But if they don't win tomorrow night, like it's a kick in the bollocks. Like yeah. it's one of those. It's a must win at home. They're the good win. They have to follow up now. Make another statement. Get a few goals uh, and just continue on because it'll make the and, game. And the uh, man, like you said with the the early goal, if we don't win tomorrow night. The fucking man ain't out of them will come in then at how important yep. it was. So like it's just the no matter how we win, just if we, if we play really well, like you're looking at like absolutely scalding out a win against Burnley then moving on and kind of like a scrappy derby against Evan that we ended up winning convincingly and then if you put it like if we put these to bed tomorrow like that's a, good, a decent platform for a good yeah, run 100% then. Like, yeah. confidence will be yeah. flying and it's a lot easier like going into um, going playing games with a bit of confidence that uh, now you can you can make these changes like you can bring Trent onto the wing or Origi into the team or Storage back like you know the worst thing is trying to bring storage back into the team when we're under severe pressure. Like, if you're playing well, scoring a few goals, bring him in. 
he just he sort of just comes in without anyone taking any notice. It's the same with Alexander. Like imagine bringing him into the team as a starter, yeah, for a couple of games, and the team are struggling. Mm. I mean, they if he plays tomorrow night, which I don't think he will, but if he was to play tomorrow night off the wing, and uh, they win, and he he got himself on the score sheet, played a good game or set up a goal, like all of a sudden, no telling what to do. Yeah, for him, like. all of, all of a sudden you're like, look, forget it, man, forget about money. He's our being our player of the season, but now we've got a couple of players well, coming yeah, in now, and it's their turn. And that's what the season is all about. Look, if Liverpool get top four after the shitty December and January, 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 and February, January obviously was the man February. February so. Um, it's going to be a great season. It's yeah. going to be a great season. It just means next year they just have to cut out shit January and February. And it was good to see yeah. Klopp actually acknowledging that today. Now, come here. The, the one thing, Origi, where do we start him? Is he going, is he going through the centre? Is he going nah, straight wide. in for Mane? He's going to play wide. Stop him straight in for Mane. Don't change anything else around. No. Well, no. T- today, Klopp said um, that he could. He was talking about wing-backs and all. So, could he have learned from that like run of games where we were showing me or trying with the same system the whole time and just set up differently? Probably deploy wing-backs and probably go two up top. Between it, you never mm. know. Like so, it seemed he seemed like he was open mm. to that idea. I'd say he's looking yeah. at storage. Ba- I'd say he's looking at storage back in training. He's thinking, given all the injuries and stuff that's there, right? And he's looking, saying storage can't play as a, as a lone striker. So if I'm going to play storage, we're going to have to play somebody alongside mm. him. So if I'm going to do that, I'm going to have to change mm. the shape anyway. Yeah, see, yeah, wouldn't be bad. Wouldn't be bad, like especially for them games, the fucking horrible games coming up. You know where someone's had our fucking last. Four team sheets pinned to the wall, yeah. and drilling all week, and then he throws throws something out of there, cup, like, yeah. like a diamond yeah. in the midfield to get two boys up front yeah. or wing backs. Or Absolutely, something like that. and it, like, no better than a game tomorrow night to try it out. You're at home, like I mean, you can revert nine if you times have to. out of ten, no matter. Like he seemed open to it, though, so I'm <clears> optimistic. Come about here, it. right? That's tomorrow night. Win or what? Well, yeah, win or what? Well. Oh uh, yeah, I'll go two one. Yeah, there we win. Yeah. Right, I'm staying on the fence. Not right. confident. That's no, I'm not confident. There's just so many, confident, fuck, so many fucking injuries and the whole lot. There's a bit of a lottery ball, and I don't know. Hopefully, we get a win. And as Andy says, just gives us that bit of breathing space going mm. into the next game we want to cover quickly the Stoke match. So, Stoke, Andy. Stoke, this, this bastion of football. Stoke. The heart of the Potters. Where. Brothers and sisters. Yeah, and look, if it's windy cousins. down there and uh, <laughs> the rain's coming in off there. The Potteries. Yeah, it's a. Uh, <laughs> Look, it's just going to be, it's a hero of a game. Thank fuck um, it's a three o'clock Saturday, actually. Didn't we go behind in the game at home and then ended up... Scotland. Yeah, they, were, they ended up being a bit weak for, for yeah. Stoke, you know. Which they're not like, they're not that team anymore. They're not Stoke them, are losing one in at the moment. The yeah. And they're not, them, they're not that mm. bastard team as they were, like the big yeah. uh, physical team. So we shouldn't be... Yeah, fair we shouldn't be that fearful of them, but... As cliche as it is to kind of focus on Pulis, West Brom are probably that team now that you're worried That's about the one constant I'm... set pieces and long balls and all. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Stoke... They, they but do Stoke do have Charlie Adam, and the set pieces are worth £10 million pounds yeah. alone. Yeah. I mean, you take the piss, but he's a model of fucking get a goal. Oh, absolutely. Please tell me he's injured. Or... No, he's playing to me. No. Yeah. No, no, he's playing tonight, so yeah. it takes him four weeks to recover after. <laughs> 60 minute match. Have to go back up and restock in the Barton Mark. Like if I see his they fucking are. popcorn teeth now after he scored a fucking goal against us, I go absolutely mad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can see it happening, can't you? Oh, scrappy, scrappy in the box, it's falling out. Adam. Oh, it's fucking Joe Allen as well. Oh, here, there's there. an interesting one. West Brom uh, managed to draw against United. They're getting beaten by Watford tonight. 
And they're caustic when we play them, they'll be a What for are an interesting one because they've yeah. got like they've they they are top six or something at the moment. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I genuinely don't know where they are. Where are they? Like you know Pulis. Nah, that's the one that's Ninth. the one, the West Brom away one is the fucking Because you know he has his eye on Klopp like this fucking and foreign bastard yeah, coming yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah, everybody mad. loves him. Yeah. If Just, I was doing mm, that, Jesus. then nobody would love it. I didn't realise if everything wins tonight to go above United in the league. Mm. Yeah, there's fucking. So there is fucking you know incentive there. Thirty games, though. No? Yeah, but still, that thirty games are against <laughs> poxy teams. Well, I, I, I didn't realize that. But Jesus Christ, that everything go above will go into fifth if they beat United tonight. I seen a debate on no the timeline today actually about uh, whether they prefer to be beaten tonight and let United catch Liverpool. <laughs> of course, they fucking would. It's shocking, isn't it? Jesus yeah. Christ! Man. And one of them, uh, one of them was saying that they uh, they want to get into Europa the Europa League, League with us, so they can so be in on a Merseyside derby in Europe. They can get beat us on all the counts in the Europa League. Yeah, yeah, that's the one that counts, lads. <laughs> that's the one that I'd actually happily say. Yeah, I want you sad bastard. <laughs> um, right, so Stoke game. We've got all the ex Liverpool players there: Glenn Johnson, Charlie Adam, um, Jay Spearing, Peter Crouch. Uh, Stuart Dell. Jay Spearing. Yeah. He's not yeah. there, is he? You're yeah, just, he is, yeah. Is he? Yeah. Ma- yeah. Martin Kelly. <laughs> Sebastian, Sebastian Quates. Yeah. Sebastian Lowe. Rainer Skirtle. Daniel Ayala. Ryan Skirtle. Ian Rush. Yeah. Uh, Ian Charlie Rush. Redmond yeah. is playing with Charlie Redmond is playing with Tom Davies. <laughs> Simon Davies' cousin. Simon Davies' cousin. <laughs> so all the ex-Liverpool lads there. So, you know, looking at it, hoping, hopefully not too much, no more injuries. Like, we, co- we couldn't afford now to get an injury to Wijnaldum and Chan at this stage. Oh. We can't afford injuries anywhere, really. No, no, no we are. No. The squad so is yeah, So what we win is all, all during oh. January. Like, we, we don't have a deep squad. We can't afford injuries anywhere. Yeah. Andy, how do you feel about the Stoke match? Do you think we win? Because um, I want to get into the main dessert here. Well, West Brom. No, come on. All right, I think we'll. Uh, yeah, I think we'll beat West Brom. We'll scrape West Brom, but we'll smash Bournemouth. Yeah. Sure. What about Stoke? Oh, forget. I don't. I didn't say that. Yeah, cut that out. We'll scrape the Stoke game. We'll scrape yeah. the Stoke game. One nil, Arsenal. Okay. Stoke. Yeah. Um. Draw. I'd say. Rope a draw. Nah. Sean. Draw. We'll take a win tomorrow night and a draw the weekend. We win Absolutely. tomorrow. Fucking right. We're on course if we do that. Right. Uh, okay, lads. So look, you know, that's that's the football covered off. We'll get on to the main thing. This week, Andy. What? This weekend. What's going on this weekend? The first major of the year is going on. So this is Andy's golf corner. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andy, as, as the resident tour um, pro golfer, um, what are we looking at in value terms in the betting market at the moment? And listen, but I, just, I, just, I just want to think, if you're going to start fucking whining thing about betting and fucking blah, blah, blah and gambling, it's your choice. I don't give a bollocks what you do in your life. I couldn't give what? a choice. Right now, people what are you are like, talking about? Gambling and betting and yin, 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 yin. go fuck off. Same crap. We get on to Easter eggs in a few minutes as well. But first of all, let's deal with the golf. <laughs> oh, sorry, so, the fuck is this all I want to know, Andy. Phil Rance. <laughs> <laughs> the Masters at the weekend. Yeah. Can we look forward to a good Masters? I heard it's meant to be a bit stormy around Augusta this weekend. Yeah, windy. Yeah. Windy was changes a lot. Like yeah. It brings a lot of uh, outsiders in. Yeah. Well, like just to they watch it just, because of the uh, bad weather. Just well the bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of the top, a lot of the top players don't like to play in bad weather, and yeah. then there's a lot of play, a lot of fringe players like to play in the bad weather. Yeah. 
So it changes the if you're trying to make money, it brings in a few players like Leishman, for instance. Yeah. He likes playing in the wind. Does he? Yeah, and uh, I would because of the wind. I think Fowler likes playing in the wind. Ricky Fowler, mm. not Robbie, for those who are listening, mm. just in case they're confused. But uh, a McElroy, of course, because he's Irish and he's used to sort playing Irish, in this yeah. shit. Where well, well he, he won't. He, he won't be. His golf he won't be. He won't be after yeah. next year. He's on the wrong side of the border. Border goes back up. But come here no, to me. It's all becoming Ireland though. Huh? Next year. That's all going to happen next year as well. Is it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we get on to that in the door? Andy's going to make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Andy, looking at Dustin Johnson. I love World number one, isn't he? Yeah. How do you look? How do you fancy him heading uh, into it? Well, he's got a big cock, I believe. <laughs> 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 uh, Dustin Johnson isn't amazing. He's like just emotionless. Like he's a he's a fabulous guy. Ice cold. Ice cold. He doesn't show emotion when he has a shit shot. He doesn't show emotion when he has a, a fabulous shot. Bit of a Stefan Eberg. Who? The Ice Man. Yeah, from tennis. yeah. He's a yeah. He's one of them. He's cruising along. Like he's the he's the best golfer in the world at the moment by a long by a long shot in terms of like consistency and what what he's able to do and the way like things on the outside just aren't mm. getting in on him like he's brilliant yeah brilliant and like he was promised to win a major for a couple of years until last year when mm. he finally did so he's um i mean like your money's safe yeah with him but he's only six to one or something like that then you speed who's always going to be there thereabouts at, at augusta yeah um but like what's just he got, what's he playing off these days <laughs> <laughs> i think he, uh, he's about he's about seven or eight to one yeah that's yeah, not like, a bad value, but yeah, there's not. Well, I think that's shy value. Well, like it, look at it. The, it's the like the Grand National like the that Grand, one, of course. The Masters is a bit like the Grand National, like yeah. you know, there's you there's could, always a randomer yeah. as well. Like if I was, if I was the bet, which I probably will, um, I'd be just sticking a lot of small bets, like yeah. fivers on that on you can afford, fivers. obviously, Andy, because you're you're betting sensibly. See that, folks? <laughs> Gamble and drink sensibly. Matiama. Matiama. Yeah. Here's another, that's another um, go bet. Right. Matty Amma. Matty Amma. What? Matty Amma. Uh, Sounds like a similar Matty like, like, I think he's, he only played his first Masters a couple of years ago and done well. Uh, yeah. But uh, like he's just, like he's constantly kind of in the top tens. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, you've got uh, John Ram breaking onto the scene. John Ram? Yeah. What? Sounds like a Steven Seagal kind of John Ram. Ex-agent has to infiltrate the Masters. Masters of fire. John Ram. The Chinese have attacked the Masters. He was 50 to 1 before the other week when he went toe to toe with Johnson for the World Match Play. Yeah. So now he's only down to about 25 to 1. But it's still 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 have a little punt on him. Because he's the he's the he's the up and coming best European player, like. Any of the old favourites in terms of the ones who like the Masters? Like, the first one that springs to mind is Big Phil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the Masters are going to suit a lefty because mm. uh, you've got six holes that are kind of dog leg left. So Left to right. Or right to the people, people are, to left. It's easier to control a fade. Then so a left, left-hander yeah. control a fade. It's handy enough. Like you bomb a ball out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas like players like McElroy who are, who are out there on their own in terms of what they can do with a ball mm. won't have a problem. Uh, drawing the ball yeah. miles down real high yeah, yeah. burst of the ball out chances like that um, so. Where, how do you like McElroy's chances genuinely what yeah, well, okay, McElroy McElroy is where my money would be yeah right because he's you know out of your kind of favourites what is he about uh, 15 to 2 Paddy mm. that's where my money would be because uh, 
He is. He is like on his day, way better than everyone else on mm. his day. Like he's a magician. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a brilliant golfer. So if he gets off to a strong start, like if he if he has a strong start, Thursday, Friday. And yeah. he doesn't shit the bed towards him for Yeah, he has previous, he's always he has be, previous a piss in yeah. the bed and goes Yeah, he's always gonna he's always gonna have a like if he's if he's there or thereabouts on a Saturday and mm. a Sunday, that's it's hard to stop him. So well, like if he gets off to a good start and if it, if the weather's held him, mm. McElroy should suit McElroy. Now the only other thing I only read today is that the change in his woods. I think it's a bad idea. Yeah. It's not for me to tell McElroy. What he should be doing, but the week of the Masters, but like the week of the Masters, pulling out new woods, he's playing with the uh, tournament M two woods, right. and he's sticking with the uh, Callaway Epic driver, right. which he's playing very well with, and he's using Callaway. Do you reckon he should bring Sacco back? <laughs> 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 one last one before we wrap up Andy's golf corner. Well, there's two last ones. Um, no, I'm not finished with the Sh- Shane, Shane, Shane Lowry. Yeah, why not? Yeah, what's Mike the Yeah, yeah, you'd want to be doing something like that, like betting against. Uh, what is he? Um... You have him down there as 100 to 1. 100 to 1, yeah. Right. Okay, so the stripper's going to back Shane Lowry. 100 to 1. Better than any of Damo's horse shouts, anyway. So there's more chance of this winning than fucking. Okay, if you're only doing a couple of bets, yeah. Do McElroy. Yeah. Well, obviously, just do McElroy. Speed or, or Johnson, right? As, yeah. your, as your main kind of on the nose. Yeah. And then uh, two outsiders, Reid at 40 to 1. Yeah. He's on farm, seven top tens this season. And right. then um, Brooks uh, Kepka, 60 to 1, hits the ball a mile, and he's on farm as well. And last year, there was a lot of talk about him, and he ended up being injured, and he still finished like the top 30 or something like that mm-hmm. which wasn't bad you know mm-hmm. what I mean so give him a bash um, but uh, yeah Fowler make sure you put on your Fowler because with the conditions and he's a he's a major winner like waiting Bubba Watson terrible form of talk about yeah but there's the people started to talk about him again yeah and it goes to like he's mad like you know what I mean uh, he doesn't have to be in form he just has to because he's he's you know he's he's mad in the head. I think yeah. he's got some sort of fucking mad label yeah. anyway. I he's don't know. Ad, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I believe this year he's gone full. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, but like he's not where. Uh, okay. <laughs> he's never had a coach or anything like that. He's a mad bastard, so he doesn't need to. It's not like a steady golfer, like mm. coming up for him, like you've got Reid and. And Kepka are a bit like oh, that. Matsuyama, like, yeah. you, you know, it, it's it's like a horse who's winning a few races or coming close next thing. He's, but we, we wouldn't know. I wouldn't be betting on him, no person. Andy, one last thing I want to talk to you about, and the lads, because this is fucking really eating my fucking gears today. Easter eggs are no longer called Easter eggs because it offends people who aren't Christians that it's Easter. Sorry, fuckers. It's Easter. Yeah. Yeah? Well, I had to look. I've seen that today. And um, apparently, it's to deal with the Cabri's egg hunt this year. It's been just the egg hunt. It's called an egg hunt. It used to be the Easter egg hunt, and it's to deal with the National Trust's input into it. They told them to to get rid of the Easter part because it's offending people. It's offending people. They want to make it more inclusive. Sorry, lads. It's Easter, mm. right? So let's let's weigh this up. So it's all right to have an Easter bunny who's an invented fictional character who brings chocolate eggs yeah. to children on Easter. On yeah, and what are we going to call him now? The bunny. The bunny. Any How does that make him different from every other bunny? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're just going to call Christmas trees trees and leave them in the city for 12 months we, we, a year. We'll come back to this because right, whoever 
The makey up character who was hung on a cross for a few days then pops out of a fucking tomb and goes around saying, How are you lads? Just I'm just heading off to heaven and then zooms up into the sky. That's offensive. Believable. Mm. That, like, come on. And as well as that, it's, it, the what? festival is a Christian festival. If you're not Christian and you get offended by it, don't celebrate it. But like, if it, like this, if you the Easter Bunny died on the cross for our sins. <laughs> and we're going to call him the Easter Bunny. If you live in a Christian country like Ireland or in, in the UK, like, right, mm. you're going to have loads of things that are, are like mainly Christian, like Christmas and Easter and shit yep. like that. But like, I don't, I'm not a practicing Catholic. I don't give a shit about God. I don't pray. I don't particularly believe in any of that nonsense. But like, it's still, it's still Easter. Yeah. <laughs> like, and there's still loads of people I know are mad into all of that. Yeah. Filling churches on a Sunday. Yeah. There's still people doing it. And there's still people going out and buying Easter eggs. I don't, I, I, like, it shouldn't even be a topic, like, no. an Easter egg, an egg. Mm. If a manufacturer wants to put Easter egg on it, sound. If he wants to put egg on it, sound. Yeah, I just can't believe it's fucking news. To be honest with you, it's, it's like, only news because uh, um, yeah, one day prime minister. It's not like this fucking Theresa May. Theresa May. Yeah, when did she sneak in there? How <laughs> <laughs> long is that going on? <laughs> when did she sneak in there? What's that No. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. So, <laughs> so you know, you know, Cameron was riding Cameron's, pigs and no, they just no. fucking. So he lost the Brexit there. Remember, remember he said, uh, <laughs> we, we don't want to be in Europe anymore. Yeah. But Cameron said, well, good luck to you as I'm off. Right? <laughs> right. And he he says, is dope. And, and then the man Boris Johnson was saying, yeah, yeah, let's leave because like, there'll be a load of shit. Like, nobody's yeah. ever going to vote for this. Oh, no, fuck that. I don't want to be leaving yeah. either, right? Oh, so she <laughs> and then she just went, and it was like when Steve I wanted to be yeah. the house of the pod yeah. and we just said yeah go on let's see what happens yeah. <laughs> right yeah so she's only been on my radar since last week since uh, the, the tabloids were going rasher um, or the people were going rasher because the tabloid uh, made a comment about her legs porn your woman sturgeon is it yeah uh, Scottish porn yeah you know they were discussing that. a serious issue like and, and you could see um, her legs yeah and no no the, the, the newspaper made a comment all right, it's politically um, correct shit again as mm-hmm. usual. That's the newspaper nonsense. made a comment that they ha- they have legs. That's very well spotted. Well, who won the leg show or something like that? Yeah. Who won the leg show? Yeah. Legs it. Legs it. Something stupid like that. People are just absolute dickheads. Yeah. Who cares about the tabloid? Way. Like all the tabloid cares about is creating that reaction yeah. and everyone reacted yeah. and they made made them sell loads of papers and they're delighted so, they're not a fucking they don't drive public opinion people like tabloids they might drive the scrouts who don't buy their papers <laughs> well come here to me come here to me one last question though if we can't call it Easter anymore what are we going to call it if it's not the Easter bunny what are we going to call it the chapter bunny yeah, Sunday. Can't call, we can't call it Sunday now because that might offend someone yeah yeah, because it mightn't be sunny. Yeah. They're non-pagans. Yeah. We'll have to move Pancake Tuesday around. Mm. There's no, but there's no Wednesdays in Ireland. <laughs> there's no Wednesdays in Ireland. <laughs> so we can't what have we a Wednesday. Ah, just scrap it all together. Mm. Friday. People who don't like fries. <laughs> Grill day instead. Vegans, yeah. Vegans, 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 vegans are like taking that. events to yeah. Friday. Yeah. Take it. events to Friday. Vegans. Yeah. Unbelievable. The best one I've seen. Saturday. 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 Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. The, the best one I've seen is. Do you reckon the vegans well, have been doing this? Oh. I had a <clears throat> spat with a vegan on, uh, <laughs> on uh, Facebook, on Twitter today, um, who was there. Uh, um, what was wrong with them again? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something about the eggs. 
and then I just went on to the bio as you do a vegan yeah and then uh, responded to me because I wasn't having a go with them just responded to me saying uh, oh yeah well, you just keep praying to the magic person in the sky and all that right <laughs> so then when I went on to their bio I need to look up this word because I never heard of it before was it pop people feel less <laughs> 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 no buses <laughs> today. Yes, it's circled on its phone. It's circled on its phone. It's like the DM roll. Look, sorry. Your man's into this thing called uh, occultism. occultism. Would you know what that is? Of course, yeah, you wouldn't, because only weirdos are into them. So I looked it up. It's black they magic. Be- they believe in all that shit. Yeah. So someone's having a go at me as if, like, I'm mad if I pray to Jesus. Like, you, millions of people, <laughs> billions, in fact, do with all that shit. Occultism and can't into- exist without Jesus and God. So he's he's reversed himself there. Yeah. So he's giving out, give, give me shit over being magic when, yeah. like, he's mad at them. Like, when he's mad into the magic. Pretend, <laughs> pretend magic. Yeah. And a vegan. And then if you look down the timeline, this is the best chemtrails. Boom. <laughs> Took a picture of the sky and said that they're dumping chemicals over Bradford. Right. Next week we'll be talking about the UFO that was sponsored. Who gives a fuck about week. Bradford? Why yeah. would they be dumping chemicals over Bradford? Probably why. Now, <laughs> when I start pointing all these things out, he said to me, you know, uh, you're so gay, right? Which... Now like, he's been... Well, no, it turns out he's got one of them flags the gay flags on his profile so that he can't so he's be homophobic gay. even though he calls so you gay so I wrote back uh, well you're saying that to me like gay is some sort of disease like yeah. I mean what's the and then he goes around and goes no um, I'm gay shut your mouth <laughs> so, so he's, um, what's wrong with you <laughs> so I just, homophobic uh, Fucking occultist, mad, mad. Occultist. Who doesn't clear? believe in magic? I think he just wants clear. the titles. To be honest with you, yeah. I think he just wants he's, to he's fill up his soil. He's he's surfing whatever's yeah. this week's fad in the let's have a bio label. Yeah. He's fuck out else upon his bio. But chemtrails, right, yeah, chemtrails are real. Chemtrails are real, and so was the UFO spotted over Carlo during the week. So. I'll get on that later. There you go, man. Later. That's for next. That's for next week's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I cut that there. Then see, everyone will think that I've done the outro separately, right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But actually, you're just recording it all together. Uh, anyway, look, big thanks to the lads in the um, Astro Park in Tallaght for giving us this. And as we said before, get down to Dell. Um, and if you use the special code World Warms, 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 he'll give you a twenty percent discount <laughs> off of a, of a game of five aside um, in the seven aside pitch and the imaginary eleven aside pitch. Actually, the imaginary eleven aside pitch, he'll definitely give you a discount off that one as well. Um, we've we've still no sponsorship. Um, I don't know why we're like the best part out there uh, and as we said before last week as well give the lads and the Anfield Rap a vote on the best British podcast awards because we aren't British and uh, we wouldn't want to win that stuff because we're European if you're voting on the best European podcast give us a vote then that's the, that's the one you want to give us and the best Irish podcast definitely give us a vote but since nobody in Ireland listens to us um, fuck yous uh, anyway big thanks again to the lads for coming in Andy, Paul who's gone and Sean of course who's still here with me um, we'll be back next week to discuss something when are we playing West Brom? Saturday. Saturday. So the likelihood is we'll be recording on the Tuesday. I think we're going to have the your man off um, Craig 
of the you know the podcast that you sometimes appear on Andy mm-hmm. yeah I think he's popping in next week oh cool yeah do you want to come in how did you organise that? What? How did you organise that? I pretended I was you on the Day Trippers <laughs> account and then told him to get in contact with me and then he got in contact with me and uh, I said, when are you available? I think he's coming on the 11th of April. Oh, whoa, Is he coming live to the bunker? Uh, yeah, he's coming up to the bunker first now, yeah. Right. We had discussed that. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, so oh, you just... Grand. Yeah, you, went, you went over my head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's why I'm the boss. Anyway, good night, God bless, we'll talk to you all next week. Are we... Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. (laughs) You love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.